Oh, it's so wonderful to see you again. Come in and unwind. Welcome back to the Celestial Cafe, a podcast for the magical mind. So come, take a seat. Would you like something sweet? A star drop potion for the soul? Maybe an enchanted eclair as a treat? I just baked a batch of warm cookies with a dash of moonlight. I wonder what will happen if you take a little bite. Here's your bewitching beverage. Let each sip melt your worries away. It's time to open your mind. I wonder what magic awaits us today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Celestial Cafe podcast, a podcast for the magical mind by the magical mind. Hello. How's everybody doing today? Good. Good. I got to see the horses today, so it was a good day. The proverbial horses. Awesome. (laughs) I got four hours of Manifestations of horses. I slept like shit too, Fuchsia, so I had to take a nap when I got home from work. Yeah, I, I thought turned. I was going to take a nap and I just didn't. Felix woke me up at 9 a.m. and I've been up since and I don't know why. It's not like I was doing anything with my day, but <laughs> um, my body decided I didn't need to sleep. Mine didn't decide that. I don't know if it was, whatever. But yeah, uh, this is um, what our first of four episodes of our au revoir, goodbye, sayonara, farewell, where we're going to focus on each of the individual hosts just for a little, this This is like a super mini episode. We're keeping, we're going to try to keep these around a half hour or so. Um, and this episode is all about um, moi, me. Wow. What touched you? Yeah. Wow. Um, the shady lady. The shady lady. <laughs> so we did ask y'all for Q&A questions. Um, thank you to everyone that had some questions for us. There was lots of fun ones and they're giving us all great jumping points for how we're going to kind of frame our episodes. Um, so we'll be airing this episode um, the first week of July and each episode will follow for every host. So once a week, you're going to get a little spotlight and we're not only going to be answering some of the Q&A questions, but kind of just talking about um, a major topic of interest for us uh, and what we're going to kind of specifically what our content will be focused on Where when you decide, if you decide to follow us off of Celestial Cafe, kind of a sneak peek or preview of like the energy you're going to get from us um, on our own individual platforms. Of course, we will still be doing some like collabs here and there with each other. So you'll still get that Celestial Cafe energy maybe a reunion or two in the future you never know so without further ado we're gonna go ahead and jump into uh whatever the hell i want to talk about um so i'll start yeah we are also going to ask questions of you right isn't that part of the plan i have a big i have a big important y'all have questions for wait i didn't know i was supposed to come with questions for y'all i can bullshit my way through that though (laughs) we're gonna bullshit it it's fine okay i didn't i didn't know It has never been addressed. Why are you so shady? Oh no, <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. All like the, the, the I don't know. I made this username in like 2012 Tumblr era. I like words that rhyme. Um, I have always been fem coded with my usernames, um, and that's the whole origin story. And the only reason I've ever thought about rebranding is because of the negative connotation with the word shady. So, I, and I've thought about rebranding like a lot uh for like five or six years just be- just because it's like shady is not a good word shady means you're a bad person but the best that i've been able to do is just i think like um i was playing overwatch one day and someone on the enemy team was like what makes you so shady or something like that and i was like oh just casual tax evasion or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's the best i can do like um but yeah <laughs> no. sometimes i take a little extra ketchup packets you know when i'm at sometimes the, uh, oh my god <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean sometimes 
It's a way of life. <laughs> I'm a sip thief at my coffee shop job. Every time I make a blended drink, I leave a tiny bit in the blender so I can drink some of it too. That's that's my current uh, my current shady tactic. <laughs> I'm like, a peanut butter and blueberry smoothie? Hold up. I'm about to make a little extra because what the fuck? <laughs> and there you have it. I'm reluctantly shady and I can't shake the name because I cannot come up with a username that's that's better. So. I, it's a very good I username. Like it. <laughs> I always picture it as just like not necessarily like shady in a bad way, but more of like in the shadows. Because like I don't know, you're yeah. interested in like mysterious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm like, like hey, um, bitch, you want to try some shrooms? You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm like the weird girl that shows up at the party and I've got psychedelics in my purse. Like I'm ready to pry your th- third eye open at any point in time, consensually. <laughs> just um, come here. <laughs> it's a very Scorpio. For legal uh, reasons, I need to clarify yeah, that was a joke. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> Probably good. <laughs> Probably yeah. watch us, yeah. you know. My FBI agent is like, wait, he's like, you don't have streams in here. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Like, yeah. She's such a poser. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, get a load of this. Get a <laughs> um, But yeah, I thought I would chat today all about the travel plans. I'm embracing my Sagittarius moon energy and like legit when I say like, I, p- I took all of my posters down on my walls over here and I have maps up now. <laughs> like, I, have, I have two maps of the Smoky Mountains and then I bought a another map at the gas station last night that's like the back roads of, of Western North Carolina or something. And actually, like I put it up on my wall and I started to go mark a few things. And there's one thing on there that's actually a very well-known tourist spot that's not on it. I was like, what kind of like secret spot map is this to not have like a well-known tourist location? I'm confused. Well- would that not be a not secret spot? No, but it has. It's, it's, no, it. what I think it has on here is like where the good fishing spots are. And I'm like, I spent $20 on a fisherman's <laughs> map. What the fuck? I was going to say, this is uh, a mystery map for the average white 50 year old yeah. man. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> the Dukesley horror spot. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was thinking it's time for Shady to actually go play Stardew Valley. In real life, oh, no, I'm not oh. interested in that. I'm interested in playing like Professor I will go Layton fishing in real with life. You. Oh. I'm not interested in fishing. I'm interested in swimming. The little fishies can can nip my toes, and they that's can it. Swim away. I, yeah, I don't. I'm not interested in fishing. Um, fishing for compliments, maybe. Do you guys like my hair? Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I. Uh, it's funny because about two years ago, I went up to the like the park ranger uh, in this area with my parents, and I bought a about $100 worth of trail books. Like I have one here, it's called the Smokies uh, Road Guide. And it's just a bunch of like uh, trail, like trails around here and like bear safety and um, how you can take like the Blue Ridge Parkway from one point to the other, basically from like middle of the mountains in North Carolina up to, to middle of the mountains in Tennessee. It's even got a little map included. So I just have a bunch of these little maps on my wall right now that I'm uh, straight up like, push pinning like I've got like a couple of locations picked out that are push pins and I'm trying to kind of like figure out the most logical way to go and visit these and well I want to be back before sundown because I'm not about to get caught out in these crazy spots at night where the Bigfoot's gonna get me or something I was gonna say I'm ready for like the 
push pins in the maps to then have the strings well, connecting them to put print locations. And then there was a little bit of hair found over here. Yeah. yeah. I'm fully prepared exactly. to like be documenting these adventures. And um, I actually have uh, an EMF reader that I just got in the mail today um, that I'm pretty excited to, to fiddle around with. Let I've already, you know, been playing around with it with my family today. But where do I even start? I have been binge researching for the last like three or four days. Uh, just like area. I started with like haunted locations in Western North Carolina. And now I'm coming to understand that I live in the, um, what is this place called? The Smoky Mountain National Forest National Park. Um, and I'm on the far like right side, the far east side of the Smoky Mountain National Park. And I'm just kind of barely in that little cluster, the bottom left quadrant of it. And I'm like, dang, there's a lot to explore. Um, and I'm, I'm like straight up, like I have a topographical map up here that's kind of shot from like an isometric angle. Is that what you call it? Where you're sort of three quarters off the ground. So mm -hmm. I can see how tall all of the mountains are compared to each other. It kind of gives me a feel of the elevation. And I've lived in these mountains for almost a decade now. So it's kind of interesting to be like, Oh, that one's called that. And that one's called that. Okay. Cause I drive yeah. by this every day and I never knew it had a name. Of course it has a name. So I've been learning a lot about my area, uh, because I've been completely immersed in the computer since I've been here. So I'm learning the lay of the land. I'm learning what, what the places are called and I'm learning about the history of this area. And it's actually like, um, not good. <laughs> uh, this <laughs> problematic. I I, uh, like legit. I live on the uh, like spitting distance outskirts of Cherokee, so this is definitely a Trail of Tears uh, area. Yeah. So Ooh. there's like we're just completely entrenched in uh, the indigenous people's lore back like around here. So there's it's not necessarily Bigfoot. Um, I think it's called Sukalu. Uh, and that's where my first location I'm going to is called Judicola rock. Um, and Judicola rock is a, a soapstone rock that has two, we can't date it because it's made of soapstone, but it's two to 3000 year old petroglyphs that we have no, or we have no origin origin What's a for petroglyph? kind of like a hieroglyph, right? It's like a picture. They're rock carvings. Writing, is the, is the better way. And they're not quite okay. like, they're not like prehistoric. They're a couple thousand years old, but, but even the Cherokee people don't know where it came from. Um, and that's where the mystery comes from because uh, there is um, a, a creature and according to like anthropology uh, courses that are taught at the local colleges here, it is technically a Cherokee god called Sukalu. I'm probably butchering that. I definitely apologize. It has definitely been anglicized into Judicola, uh, which is where the location Judicola Rock Judicola is the is Sukalu Judicola, and then the more um, proper Cherokee pronunciation of this creature. This is one that I'm heavily focused on right now, so I'm definitely going to be doing a deep dive in this because my ass is about to go out to this rock that's got. Judicola's motherfucking handprint on it, apparently. So um, well, he's a giant that was put here before humans were. And his job was to take care of the land and keep nature in balance with the animals. And then man showed up uh, and he was here to kind of teach um, man how to live in balance with nature. And this is something where if Judicola gets angry, uh, then the peoples would work to please him through, um, you know, crops. Uh, what do you call these when you're, you're donating to gods, um, gifts to the gods and stuff like that? Offerings. Yeah. offerings and um he has uh allegedly taken one possibly more cherokee wives um where there may or may not be like offspring from judicola and what what fascinates me about this is that there's a lot of um giant lore throughout 
all of like the world's cultures and religions. So I'm I'm very interested in, in like kind of connecting this to (laughs) other cultural giant lore that's happened across the world. But this rock that I'm going to go see, this is going to be one of the first places I go to. It's less than an hour for me. It is, uh, it's not super big. Um, I would imagine that it's, uh, I would guess maybe less than 10 feet long and less than 10 feet, like wide circumference, however you say it. If y'all are curious to look it up, I'm definitely going to be doing a YouTube video on visiting this space and, and kind of researching it, but you can just Google the Judicola rock. Um, and you'll see they're like squiggle lines. There's little like people stick figures and there's a spot on so it. I Googled it. A petroglyph specifically is an image created by removing part of a rock surface. Uh, so it's usually like scraped or carved or picked away. Mm-hmm. So it's an image. Very, um, uh, juvenile is the best way I would put it. Like there's, they're like squiggly lines and and sw- and spirals and just solid lines and there's some things that look like like a shift six asterisk kind of like stars and um but there's there's no agreement on what these mean they're like is this just it, it could just be like ancient graffiti like some kids that lived in that area just came and were doodling on the rock um cool. but we we don't know where it came from and what sucks we can't date the stone like i said it's soapstone and back in like the third the 20s or 30s i'm gonna come back to judicola in a second but after in the 20s or 30s maybe a little before or after that there was um and i guess i get it they were attempting to photograph this of course white people here but um and they they used chalk to fill in the um, carving etches so that it would show up better in photograph. And it is one of the best pictures we have of the rock. And because the chalk had a chemical reaction to the soapstone and it is now rapidly breaking the rock down. Um, (laughs) So it is, it has gone from, it it lasted for like two to 3000 years. And all of a sudden over the last hundred years, it's been rapidly deteriorating. That's what I said. I was like, can we not, can we just leave shit alone? That's just a metaphor for the entire world. It lasted how long and now, and now it's just uh, rapidly deteriorating my mental health as an adult. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's one of the best pictures that exists uh, just because of the high contrast of the rock to the white chalk. But it did, in fact, cause the, the rock to, to slowly start eating itself, essentially. So the the lore about this rock is that Judicola, like I said, was a giant and he would jump from one rock that was tens, if not hundreds of miles away. I'll have to get back to y'all because it's a specific mountain. I want to say Tennessee Bald is the name of the mountain um, or that's the plane he's jumping into. I'm still working on my geography up here, but he jumped from one mountain down into this, this valley um, and landed on the rock and like braced himself in the rock. And it created a seven fingered handprint. Um, that's kind of rather strange looking. It's hard for me to see, but again, the rock is deteriorating at this point. I, it's been, you know, it's, it's widely agreed that it's Judicola's handprint. And um, that is like the, or that's, that's his nesting ground essentially. And right around the corner from this area is a place that has been anglicized as the devil's courthouse. The, the Cherokee people and people who have been here longer than 102 years know it as Judicola's like resting point. Um, and this is where he goes to like, he would have like dance, like dance, you know, whatever. He lives in a mountain, like a little cave deep in this mountain. And they call it the devil's courthouse because the profile of the mountain is supposed to look sinister. I tried every which way to see it as sinister and I really don't see it. Nah, it's just, that's just some classic white hatred. We 
we hate to see yeah him. because judah Kala is not <laughs> a devil and they, he's also it's called he's called the cherokee devil and he's linked with like bigfoot because he is a larger than life creature um but he's the lord of the hunt he can take any, many animal forms um and he shapeshifts and that's how he actually woos mm-hmm. a cherokee wife and tricks tricks i don't know if he if i want to say tricks her. i'm not super studying on it enough, enough yet but from what it sounded like the couple of like legends i was reading she saw him as a human but the mother saw him in the true form and that so i i don't i don't know if we want to call it tricking or i because i'm not really sure if it was like true love or if it was just he wanted a mate or it gets very like zeus energy kind yeah. of so like yeah so it's this, interesting this is one of the spots that i have been fascinated with over the last couple of days and i i'm truly fucking mind blown that there is a 3000 year old petroglyph that I can just go and like touch. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's right around the corner for me and I had no idea this was here. Um, and you know, now that I think about it, I probably knew it existed because my parents have shown me pictures of this years ago, but I was not interested in, in traveling. I guess I was like, I don't play video games, but, um, now I want to go see everything. And there's several other locations that I'll be going to. Um, I think this one's probably the most interesting because it kind of has we've got the the lore and the mythology but we also have possible cryptid association because uh the um judicala is supposed to be the cherokee devil which is also associated with bigfoot but i i don't think that they are one and the same i think this is just pure like tourist bullshittery but uh yeah that one i'm very excited for and i have my emf reader for some of the ancient history in this area not ancient sorry but uh like 200 year old history i have a question so this is my question for you um so with all of these like it sounds like you're really diving into like um like history or like spots that you're gonna go visit and local mythology and stories and things like that will we be seeing a return of midnight study sesh for these subjects you know i possibly could do something like that that's not bad uh it's not a bad idea while we're on the subject i was thinking kind of the same thing as panthera's question because it's definitely something that could at least a deep dive on your blog you can tell i've i've gone super hyper focused on judicola specifically i've been watching like youtube videos because there's a um a a cherokee he works at the college but i'm not sure if his he's uh his official title he's clearly like um an elder storyteller um because he he, that was where i got the main lore for it is there's a youtube video of him standing in front of the rock and teaching a class of like 10 to 15 year olds about it and uh, there's several blogs that kind of cover it if i could i would like to kind of try to poke around Cherokee and see if there are actual um, uh, elders or people that I can talk to up there and get more information and learn more about it. Like kind of this is what's exciting me so much is I'm like I'm going like investigative journalists on some of this stuff and I want to like. You should reach out to the professor and see if they want to do an interview with you or something. I was like maybe I could do an interview. Maybe I could sit down and like have a whole chat about this. Like I'm really really interested in and even with some of these other places like there's a there's a house called there's an area up in Catalucci, which is uh, a very remote area. Uh, it's not super duper remote, but it's it's a one lane dirt road up there. And um, it's uh, definitely it used to be one of the most populated areas. And this is the history of this area is like so we had, of course, we 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 had the um 
Trail of Tears, which took a lot of the indigenous people out of this area. And then it was settled by what we know now as like the Appalachian people. Then the federal government comes over and fucks in the, the Appalachian people as well. There's an area um, called Fontana Lake, which is uh, somewhere in a hundred miles of me or so. And there were like a thousand people living there at the time, which was a lot. This was like the mid 1800s. That was a lot. Um, and the U.S. government forced all of those people out of their homes that they lived at since we started settling this area um, to put a man-made lake in there. And then they they promised these people, they created some kind of deal that they were going to, to pave a road out there so that these people could go to their um, ancestors' graves and, and still get back to their old homes um, and, and whatever else. And then um, there was some kind of environmental concern where they were like um, uh, unearthing some kind of rock that was like e either like creating some sulfuric acid or something that that we can't do this anymore because it's going to be too expensive to fix this. So actually, we're just not going to build this road. And now this place is called the road wow. to nowhere. There's you walk through this really long tunnel and then the road just stops at the end of the tunnel and it turns back into a dirt road and then a very small trail that leads you into this the lake where the lake has got the skeleton of the town underneath it buried under the lake, which is a dam reservoir. And um, so that's uh, that's, that's a whole crazy. other thing here. And there's all kinds yeah. of like this is a 200 year old house that's still standing and I can hike to and go stand inside. And, um, and of course it's been graffitied and carved into by the fucking tourists that come. Can we just, can y'all just let shit be cool? Like, do you have to carve mm -hmm. your name into everything? You don't have to put a dick on everything, Bobby. Like it's, <laughs> I'm so hear that Bobby. <laughs> It's Fuck always you. fucking Bobby. <laughs> All the pictures I'm seeing of these places are like these incredible historic artifacts and they're graffitied. Another thing I'm going to be going to visit. Look, I'm when I tell you I've been researching this like crazy is a Freemason tower. It's a it's a rock mm. like miniature obelisk tower that has been built using over 70 rocks from all over the world. Um, like there's White House, there's a piece of the White House in it. There's like part of Plymouth Rock in it. And it's from all over the world. These little different and the Freemasons meet there once a year. And I'm like, excuse me? What do you mean? Uh -huh. What day? Up a trail kit. What day? Because I'll be I'll be camped up in a tree like motherfucking the forest game. Like I'll be sitting here like they're over here like communing out with Bigfoot or some shit. I Wasn't don't know. Pulling an outlander, isn't that how the <laughs> book and show starts? Like she's, year, you two are sneaking up on some witches. Yeah. There's actually a shit ton of Masonic stuff going on out in this area. So I'm uh I'm I'm very interested to kind of deep dive in history, but I also feel like I might unearth some stuff that may shine unfavorably on some some people in the area that might hold positions of power because it's like, oh yeah, you know, you got this this office because your dad was leader 50 years ago, and it turns out that he was responsible for shutting this school down for no reason because he wanted to put his golf course there. How funny. Um, cause I'm, gonna, I'm kind of like, where, did, how was the land developed? Where did it, you know, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, so fascinating. Cause like, that's where the haunted history comes from. You know what I mean? Like this place is supposedly haunted the Catalucci area I'm going to that I was talking about. It's got a one room schoolhouse and something called the Caldwell house, which is one of the last standing settler houses in that area. And, um, there's something called Mingus mill, which is a still functioning mill. That's almost yeah. 200 years old. Um, uh, now that you fucking yeah, and it's still functioning. <laughs> you can go get like cornmeal, like they still make cornmeal from it, and I can make uh -huh. me some corn biscuits out of it. So I might Ooh, some um, mingus biscuits, some yeah. cornbread. <laughs> don't don't bread. Look, time. I'll send y'all a bag of this cornmeal. Don't don't start with me. Some I'm good allergic. Old, oh, okay, some good old <laughs> Appalachian cornmeal. Like, 
but I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited. Um, I'm like two years ago, I bought all that hiking gear and all those hiking books I was talking about. And then I broke my arm and it kind of like, I was going to have a whole adventure girl summer. And then I broke my arm and it just turned into like hyper depressed girl summer. That's just lingered. So now I'm kind of re-embracing it. Um, and I'm gonna, you know, I don't have anyone to go with. So that's my one trepidation is like, I'm afraid to go like some of these places are like a three mile hike through the woods on a trail. That's like not very traveled anymore to get to like these 200 year old houses I'm talking about. Maybe over time I'll make some friends in the area that, cause I'm not about, yeah. there's some of these spots I'm not about to go to by myself, but, um, and I don't think Shady, having, I'm just a plane ticket away. If y'all ever want to come down here, send me that money. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very, this is, this is basically, maybe it's just a hyper focus for the summer. Um, and once the weather starts to turn, I won't, I won't be doing a lot of travel, So be it. but then I can start to convert all my video. Like I can go adventure for the summer and then I can produce the content over the winter. And this is actually how the people of this area function. We like go mm-hmm. out and create and gather in the summer and then, um, sell, we run our shops and stuff like that. And over the winter, when our tourist levels go down, we're in production. We're like sitting in our little homes because it's too cold to go outside knitting all the stuff we're going to be selling next summer. You know what I mean? You could also like do all your research and stuff over the winter time. And then you have your routes and what exactly where you want to go and stuff planned for the summer. So then you can just be like, go, go, go. I have have my couple of spots picked out that I'm going to be going this summer, but maybe over time. And then I start to produce the videos and then maybe more people reach out and they're like, oh, well, I see you. So you posted about this in the Judicala video. Did you know this is over there? Like, that's what I'm hoping. And I've been asking a lot of word of mouth lately, like where are cool spots? And I actually just found out there's a plane crash up on a, a mountain peak that I go to all the time. Um, Mm. called water rock knob. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't have a reason to go up there anymore. I was, I was just talking with one, a coworker about there's been a plane crash up there since 1983. And, um, it was a passenger jet, like a, not a passenger. It was a one, a pilot and a passenger were in it. It was a private plane and it crashed up there and there was no way to retrieve the plane. Cause it's so high on a mountain peak. Um, and so sadly the passenger and the, the pilot both died there, but the plane crash has been there forever. It was even in a movie at some point. Um, and this is a popular, they call it a social trail. It's not a sanctioned trail in the Smoky Mountain Parks. But um, mm. I, I was talking with a coworker about, you know, maybe in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to go, I'm going to go up and like, like find it. Cause I've been up there before and I've hiked that whole trail, but I didn't, it's off the side of the trail. And guess what I saw on Google two days ago? They airlifted the fucking plane wreckage out after 40 years. They airlifted the plane wreckage out. I'm so mad about it. (laughs) But, um, but yeah. We're not going to have a lost moment, I fear. I'm sorry. That's fine, really. (laughs) Um, and there's also like trails that you can find like old structure skeletons of Model A and Model T automobiles, the original cars from like, uh, like, so I got, I got a lot going on in my brain and that I'm going to try to explore. And, um, so it's going to be a lot of like the Appalachian history, Smoky Mountain history, which is like North Carolina, Tennessee. Um, I want to say like Georgia, uh, Kentucky, uh, West Virginia. Um, you know, what's that country roads take me home, wherever that, that song was literally written about the area I'm about to do a deep dive exploring on. So, mm. and then maybe this will go really well. And then in the future I can travel the world. <laughs> wow. So I love it. I don't know. I'm, I'm really fired up and really excited about this. And, um, 
that's that's what I got going on. So it's cool. a little bit of cryptids, it's a little bit of history, it's a little bit of haunted, like ghost hunting, but not taking I'm ghost hunting too ghost seriously. Hunting so cool. Oh, yeah, mind. I can't. It's Wait. not gonna it's <laughs> I don't I don't have a about. whole kit or anything. I literally have an EMF reader and it's kind of just for like shits and, and that's giggles. One part, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. one piece. You've got tarot that's, cards. That's part and also two. I don't know if I'm trying that's to how it starts. I really don't know if I'm trying <laughs> it like because I'm I'm skeptical, but I'm also not that skeptical. I don't know that I'm really trying to have something follow me home. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> especially not some old uh uncle fucking <laughs> Appalachian grandpa <laughs> motherfucker that's make sure you say no. goodbye after you see yeah. your Ouija board. You'll be good. <laughs> oh. so, I yeah. don't know. He'll just like give you like fish at your front step or something. That sounds pretty know. based. I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't that be like your nightmare juice? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ty, I'm not involved. I don't in this. eat fish, so that would also bother me. But my cat would love not that. Actually, yeah, Toasty would love they're, it. They're toasty. <laughs> I don't think Toasty would know what to do with a with a real fish. <laughs> this girl is Speaking so sheltered at this point. Here's my question for you. Okay, how's Toasty? What do you mean, house toasty? Uh, never mind then. She's unhinged. <laughs> She's a little freak of nature. She. My question sucks. She <laughs> hooked the shit out of me the other day. Like, I don't know if you can see that little mark. She like hooked the shit out of me. She's been crazy. She's got a little red eye today. I don't know what she got into while I was at work. She's wailing her head off. She doesn't get enough food apparently. Tell that to her primordial pouch. She found the cat um, You forgot. She's gone. She's be- she's wonderful. She's my best friend, and uh, we're very codependent on each other but uh yeah <laughs> she's probably just chilling right now i'm sure we'll probably see her in one of the episodes that we're recording later tonight <laughs> toasty yeah i can't oh, say her toasty. name too much she's been she's been good for now so <laughs> so yeah um keep her silence it's like it's like a sleeping baby don't yeah. wake them up don't wake, yeah. toasty. Don't wake her <laughs> the t word yeah it's like when you have to, to do w-a-l-k for your dog oh yeah Cooper. yeah oh i don't know where she is honestly st sounds a little like still just saying the letters st sounds like her name so i can feel her lurking right now <laughs> so you're like creeping in the background like a little creature like the grimace shakes <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but yeah so if you want to keep up with my adventures you can follow me at hey shady lady on everything i'll probably primarily be posting on youtube and instagram um i twitter and twitch are a little back for me at the moment because i'm not very happy with how those sites are run um <laughs> why wouldn't you be <laughs> so i think i'm mostly gonna be doing youtube content and then instagram will be like my little daily updates in the story and and stuff like that so um and then i have my website at heyshadylady.com as well which is where i'll be like writing blogs about all of this and uh and yeah um that's what i got that's what i brought to the table today hey shady lady like in and of itself matches this era of, uh, my, of I was thinking that because I started to make a Tumblr the other day and I was trying to come up with like an Appalachian like you know Smoky Mountain kind of like and I was like I don't know like 
it's going to be too cheesy. Like, I feel like shady lady, like walking around the mountain sounds about right. So yeah, like, instead, yeah. like looking so. for haunted stuff. And, and it, she, I feel like a cryptid explorer with a name like shady lady. So exactly. <laughs> See, Bigfoot, it all comes around full circle. There are definitely a lot of Bigfoot legends in this area too. Um, and I'll have to, I'd have to dig for Bigfoot sightings, but we have like giant on the way up to Catalucci when I'm going to the elementary school, the one room elementary school that's allegedly haunted. I didn't include that part when I was talking about it earlier but um mm-hmm. there's a giant wooden bigfoot statue en route up there and um the th- what i was talking with judicola earlier cherokee devil is like an anglicized whitewashed name for him um because he is not a devil he's a god um so right but if he's not the christian god then not he's the devil the god. that's and that's that's exactly where this where this all stems exactly. from so yep. i'm excited to learn more and um and start my little uh explore explorative journey i wish i lived closer so we could go together because i'm codependent yeah. and i'm scared to, to do it by myself but it, it's a little scary i'm gonna be brave <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and who knows? Maybe you'll find other adventurers on the trail. Possibly, Spider-Man mad each other. Honestly, I know <laughs> I have I have quite a few friends who do like hiking all the time, and they've made so many friends just from hiking trails. Well, I'm in um, some hiking groups, they meet up with. Uh, and I've, I've been trying to kind of scout out social groups that are focused around stuff like this. And I don't know that I definitely specifically want to go find like ghost hunters or stuff, but um, but maybe that's like the right route to take to like urban explorers yeah. and stuff. It might be fun mm-hmm. to even just like talk mm-hmm. to them about their experiences. What have you like, found that would be a great here? like, yeah, just a video for like a one-off. Well, you don't so have I'm to like, hang out with them all the time. I remember watching but... that Amazon documentary about the Kentucky Goblins and it was that group <laughs> okay, of people. It was so fun. And I was like, I, yeah, I would love to it. produce something like that. I'd love to make it. But even just watching them do this, I'm like, they're going to like towns of population, like less than 1000. They're walking into the gas station. They're just locking, talking to old uncle Craig over there in the corner. <laughs> and, and he's got a shotgun behind him. And maybe he, you in know, his rocking chair, <laughs> spitting dip into the tip cup. Literally. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not something I feel comfortable doing by myself. Um, yeah. as a lady. Yeah. Uh, so, but that's well, where you, that's a shade light. A shade light, yeah. <laughs> but that's where you get the good information is kind of on the grounds, like, uh, Hey, what's the where what where are the ghosts around here? Have you ever seen a ghost? You ever seen a UFO? Uh has anybody in your family ever talked about seeing Bigfoot? Like that's kind of has ever has anyone in your family ever been a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of what I'm gonna be doing. So I th- I think that maybe I'm a little hesitant because um I might become known locally and I like blending in and not being talked to a lot of the times. So if I'm like poking around and asking questions and making video productions with people in them, um, you're going to be the local little freak. Yeah, I I know. And that's like the one thing where it's like, Oh no, (laughs) (laughs) maybe start like, a little further away if you need to like reach out for like the, there's the 45 not really, minutes hour away there's not really further like, away they're they're oh, all yeah. everything here in this little like circle that i've kind of created this is interconnected with each other and um so <laughs> it's and the other thing is like i definitely am worried about doxing myself but i think part of me has said 
I literally said it at work today. I was like, fuck it. If I die, I die. <laughs> so I've, I'm, I can't live like, this is the thing is I've noticed over the last, like, this is, I'm becoming like self-aware TM that I live in fear over everything. Like, well, what if yeah. I do this then, and then this happens like, and it's constantly, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to do this thing that I'm thinking about doing because this bad thing might happen. And I don't want to cover the local, you know, legends because then I'm definitely, and even talking about these areas that I'm going to explore, this is within an hour with me. You could triangulate my, my general area at this point. And that to mm-hmm. me, it's like, I either accept that, um, or I don't. And I just sit here and continue to play video games, which is clearly making me unhappy at this point in my life. So, um, I'm, I still want to play video games, obviously, but I have to get away from, I have to get away from this fucking computer a little bit or else I don't know. I also am excited to this maybe jumpstart like a more fit era of my life. That's another definite hiking around and walking up mountains is is probably not going to contribute to weight gain as much as sitting here and playing Overwatch will, you know. (laughs) Says you, I'm sweating bullets. I know, but this will be like a good like stress relief and it will be like relieving (laughs) that adrenaline and it will be putting that adrenaline to use. Whereas Overwatch is just filling my body with cortisol that has nowhere to go. So I I feel like this is except to the other team in, uh, <laughs> where I tell everyone yeah seriously you play Overwatch with me I'm clearly a very balanced person on that game I'm not yeah, constantly telling the, yeah. the enemy team to seek therapy and take a shower and you yeah, know no. that's very healthy use of my my fucking time on earth <laughs> yeah yeah you should go pro honestly <laughs> <laughs> okay I feel like going Overwatch pro in Overwatch pro is that's the opposite of getting away from your computer <laughs> I, yeah I'm not going pro and if anything like I cause you know I've got my 35,000 followers on YouTube who only care about Twitch tutorials so um <laughs> I'm just going to show up and be like, yo, what's up? Here's some motherfucking Bigfoot legends. Um, and it's like, here's me hiking. And like, because they're going to be real jump scare. I'm going to do them like vlog style too. <laughs> so it's going to be me like in the car driving and talking and then maybe some on the ground interviews. And so it's, it's not even remotely the type of content I've been making. And I guess it's again, like, fuck it. If I die, I die. If my online brand dies, it dies. And I don't, I clearly don't want to make Twitch tutorials. Okay. So here we go. The, the opposite of fear is love and if you follow th- what you love it should, I think it should you're, eventually heal the fear that was beautiful dukesley thank you you're welcome <laughs> I, thought it was I think i think you're ready to let that online brand go you've been working towards letting it yeah. go for a long time but but mm-hmm. i think you're finally especially with this new this new direction, this aspect. new, f- and yeah. I'm sure that y'all can tell f- just from like how energized I am and excited I am. Is it a pr- temporary hyper focus? That's entirely fucking possible. I'm not going to lie. I could just be. I don't think a- that's a bad. Nothing's thing. wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> wrong with that. As long as you don't put your entire life savings into it. But we're millennials, so we have like a hundred dollars in our life savings. Exactly. So, you know. <laughs> but I, I bought the EMF reader and the rest of this stuff. Besides that twenty dollars map I was talking about, the rest of this stuff has just been in my possession for the last yeah. two years, and it's like I'm finally yeah. like dusting it off, bringing it out of storage, and it's like, you know, I bought the hiking gear last year. I bought the hiking books two years ago and maybe I've been mentally prepping for it, but 
I'm fucking, I got a nice like hiking backpack too. I got one of those like plastic things with like the straws that come out of them so you can drink out of your backpack while no you're like, way. I've, I've had this shit in my- With the little beer cups? <laughs> no, <laughs> but- <laughs> It's not like an emergency. I don't know water in another. <laughs> I've got an emergency first aid kit in it. It's got a paracord bracelet with a whistle on it. I've got a compass. Like I'm not planning oh, on getting lost, but if I do get lost- well, I don't think most Wait, people play I've enough video games to maybe have a basic understanding of what to do. <laughs> the um, next thing on my list, though, is a life straw. That's one that I kind of want to have cool. in my emergency backpack of I fall down the mountain and I'm trapped here for yeah, two months. That. Negative fantasies that I have that make me afraid to do this. But uh. so so no joke. If you can find one happening around you, I recommend going to zombie apocalypse survival <gasps> training. Yes. Like it is first aid. It is what to do when you're stranded. It is like all this like actual real life applications um, with the context of well, a zombie apocalypse. Speaking of self-defense classes too, <laughs> and um, a taser mm-hmm. and pepper spray and like, cause even if like, it's not a human threat, I think pepper spray might like be useful against a bear, you know, like as a last ditch, oh, yeah. like you should definitely have spray that, bears. spray that big puppy in the <laughs> eyes and run kind of thing. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah. So I think I, 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 I bring mace with me when I go on hikes. I've never, I've never had mace I before. I always in my have pepper life. spray on me for all of my um, dog walks and everything. Yeah, I've, is this a bad dogs. time to say that I live in Chicago? I've never had pepper spray. I was going to say I've, I've kind of always just existed in life with the uh, expectation that I'm never going to be attacked by anything, which is probably not smart. God, I was showered, man. <laughs> but then I broke my arm and now I'm afraid of everything all the time. So, <laughs> but in reality, the only threat to me was myself. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm going to tie us up here. We still got uh, a few episodes to record tonight, which y'all will see a couple of weeks from now. But um, if y'all are interested in following on that journey, like I said, at Hey Shady Lady everywhere, I'd love to, I'd love to have y'all join. I'm very excited to be a little history, a local history buff and uh maybe that can expand to other areas of the country and possibly the world later on but um my sagittarius moon is very happy with the the aspect of traveling and standing at the top of mountains and looking across the expanse and you know so thank you all for listening um and i guess that's that's gonna wrap this episode up so cool uh, next episode will be me. Yay, Dugsley's time. So we'll see y'all next week for um, the Dugsley episode. We're very excited. The little Shmeebo yeah. interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see y'all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.